This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me tonight, we've got a wild crew. We have Grant. Lucky Shore, rich as fuck. Cody. Jack Rackman, hard slayer. Pippin. Asim Moriarty, the dog ain't cost extra. <laughs> and Alex. Clacker Volkson, with all this gold, we might as well be royalty. Nice. Nice. Join us on episode 34 of our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Quick admin reminder, we are on Patreon now, so if you have the means and the interest in supporting us, go on over to uh, patreon.com slash thehomebrew to see all of the awesome rewards that we have there. Specific to this show, all of my custom-made battle maps and town maps are there, as well as the option for you to get a shout-out on this show and uh, submit an NPC name for me to use in this show. A bunch of other stuff for other shows on the network, so lots of good stuff. Go check out, see what all you could get. All of that out of the way, let's get into the episode. Recap of last week. Last week is a wild time. You continued your fight against the Coven of Hags of Trizen, which culminated in a graveyard showdown where you killed two of the three hags. That was pretty much all that happened, but, I mean, you know, fights take a long time, so it was the high-stakes showdown across the entire town. So we're picking up, everyone has been able to achieve a long rest, so we're picking up the morning after. Uh, Clacker, you can go ahead and do your sanity reroll. Oh, oh, wow, okay. Let's see, it was a charisma DC 12 now. I got a three. (laughs) (laughs) So I still have it. Well, the darkness looks just a little darker. Mm Mm-hmm. Another admin note before we get any further, uh, unfortunately Jonathan is not going to be continuing with us for the time being. Uh, Scheduling just got too difficult for him with his other personal commitments. So his, um, his characters are still very much a part of this world, and we hope to have him back at some point in the future, but there are no plans for like how and when that will be. So wanted to acknowledge that. We all really love him and hope that he'll be able to rejoin at some point, but it won't be... You know, we, we don't know when it will be. As for Mitska, I think that she will hang around as an NPC for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she will she will take her leave at a plot-appropriate moment for her to do so. Uh, in the meantime, she'll just cast Guidance and... What's the... Bless? Hashtag blessed. Yeah, yeah, blessed. And eat Moriarty's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll be casting Bless and... Uh, Oh, I'm bl- Sacred Flame, that's the other one that she does a lot. Bless and Sacred Flame uh, throughout combat, if she's still around for combat. Otherwise, she'll she'll exit stage left when appropriate. Chilling out with her seaweed. That's right. That was actually my seaweed, thank you. <laughs> I would have spent some time, Nathan, attuning to the arcane focus that we found, the small black stone. Oh, sure. That pulls light in. Mm-hmm. Interesting checking its stats right now. I forgot that you had that. Mitsuka didn't want me to have it, but she seems a little distracted now, so... <laughs> Let's go for it. Nice. Dang. Okay, so you attune to uh, the Heartstone, which makes you feel a little bit queasy. Ooh. It otherwise has no perceptible negative effect. And now that you're attuned in... <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> what does that <laughs> Why mean? I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> while you're attuned to it, you can cure any disease from a person by touching the stone to them for one minute. Okay. Nice. Didn't expect that. Let me let me cave- caveat it. Any non-magical disease. Oh. Oh, my magical phlebitis. <laughs> I was going to say, Jack, it'd be interesting to see if your uh, fish thing is a disease or normal, but... I don't think it's a disease. The doctors told me it wasn't. Oh. Have you tried be- getting dispelled? Or do you like it? Are you into the fish thing? I I mean, it's pretty handy. It's, uh, it's not normal. Whatever it may be, it's not normal, Mitsuka would observe. Hmm. Well, it suits me just fine. Okay. Well, I put the... I guess I put the stone in my pocket in the absence of any massive 
boon to myself, I'm wondering if maybe it's... Hmm. I, I would share with the group what it does. I would say that I think I can... It has some restorative powers, uh, but it feels a little dark. Hmm. Maybe they were using it as a uh, reverse uh, petrification device. Well, I, I don't think I could cure anything magical with it. I think it's like... I don't know. You know what I mean? It's It's... I don't think it would do anything for petrification. Do you think they were somehow using it to stay young? Do you think, does that take an attunement slot, Nathan? The heartstone? Yeah. Yes. Do I feel like I could unattune? Do you feel like I could let that go if I wanted to? Yes. Oh, um, I'm going to hold on to it. And I think I, I might get with Yantor. Uh, maybe we should talk about this later. I don't know if this helps your plants or this might be something useful to you. I don't know. How much I want it. I'm no, I, I'm, I'm no healer. It might be useful to me, uh, but for now you can hang on to it. Now, um, did you want me to stay in town and try to restore more of the statues over the next couple days? Yeah, I, I think that's the best use of your abilities to help this town get back to normal. I mean, there are fathers and and partners and sons, and there's all sorts of people that need restored. Yard. But I mean, it's up to it's up to Captain Jack. It makes sense to me. Guard that totem. Very well. Or are we taking it? We should take the totem. You never know when we might need to escape with it. Er, I guess that's a good point. Er, doesn't it have quite a radius? Five hundred miles. I don't think that's that far. No, it's like three hundred feet. All right. We need it. We need it like near near-ish us. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, when attuned and within 300 feet, you can use any of its features. All right. Now, is that on the Z axis, or can we just plant it at the top of the well? (laughs) (laughs) Makes Um, sense. hmm. I was joking. (laughs) You don't have to think about that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Clacker, if you don't want to carry it, Laffy can, is more than, I mean, it's a giant hyena. We can just strap it to Laffy and keep him within 300 feet of us, and he can still stay out of danger. She, she, sorry. <laughs> You're such a good girl. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, that sounds fine to me, you know. I mean, I don't mind carrying it, but one less thing for me to do. Makes a good point. Well, we've got the device. Killed two out of three hags. Uh, let's go get that eye. I pull like a hag hair out of my tooth. Because <laughs> I bit off the head. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hmm. All right. I thought we told you to brush your teeth before bed, and you, you somehow missed a hair. What got, got wrapped around there real good? So you're going via the ferry? <clears throat> yeah, because Yantor's staying here, so we gotta take the ferry across. We can travel for free. Yeah, with the hag's dead, I feel less suspicious about the ferry. Alright, uh, when you get there, Hemming readily greets you and, uh, well, greets Clacker and Clacker's friends. I you be uh, sailing across the Dakaral River to go to the Well of Fate now? Oh yeah, I think we're just about ready to go. Yeah, he scratches at his uh, gray whiskers, and he says, All right, just uh, like I said, be careful. The Well of Fate's known for all manner of dangerous stuff. And remember what I said about it uh, changing you. Just stay true to who you are, Clacker, and uh, Clacker's company, of course. Oh yeah. Free for you lot. I, I don't charge for close friends. Do I appreciate it. Oh, thank you again. That's really nice of you. Clacker thinks about, like, himself changing and remembers that he's aged 20 years. <laughs> yep. Uh, have you heard the news? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the, uh, the Downy Goose was supposed to reopen as the Lucky Goose, but its proprietors, which I think was all of you, never showed up to the grand opening, so we were all just standing out there in the cold. But then we heard a fight going on, and uh, a couple people went to the graveyard uh, and turned around and ran away, but they said they saw a group of adventurers fighting some uh, hags. Yar. So I I uh, heard the news. Yar. Did you hear the rest of the news? Uh, nar. You should go talk to Clipter after the, our little trip across the channel here. I uh, certainly will. Pretty interesting stuff. It's it's a very interesting guess. Certainly. Uh, all right. <laughs> Have you heard the news? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting married. The hags are dead. 
Jack, if you need me to stay and, you know, write a song and tell some stories, I can absolutely spread word around the town. It's what I'm quite good at. No, I mean, I think it'll happen naturally. Do we want to control <laughs> the story at all, though? Control the narrative, especially as uh, inn owners, alcohol sales, you know, go up quite a bit. Oh, Nathan, before I leave, I'm assuming I can do this the night before we like actually slept and stuff, because we talked to Body Nook and all that. Yep. I need to find someone to run the inn for us, and I'd like to like lower prices pretty significantly. Sure. So, I mean, Body Nook is... We get 20% of potato sales. He gets 20% of alcohol sales. Overall or on the premises? No, potato sales in our inn. Okay. We get, and I haven't, you know, Lucky's going to obviously rebrand and put some new designs up, probably get a new relief carved into the building. I have work to do, but for now, <laughs> any fixer-upper. we get 20% of potato sales in the spinning wheel and he gets 20% of alcohol sales. I'd like to lower alcohol sales pretty, or I'd like to lower the price of stay pretty significantly to like maybe maybe like 50% higher like a normal in, but much lower than they had it. Yeah, sure. And maybe if I can quickly concoct a drink before I leave that night before I go to sleep, I'd make like a celebratory, like call it like the Hag Slayer or something sure. and try to get some people through the door. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you can do all of that. I would say Adarellin is the uh, elf that will take over for you. Oh, all right. Well, sounds like we've got all that taken care of. In's in good hands. Hopefully Body Nook makes us some money with potato sales. Well, yes. See if this partnership <laughs> has any legs, right, Body Nook? Of course. Good luck at the Well of Fate. Thanks. I hope you don't all die. Um, uh, okay. Ominous, but... It's not as comforting as I wanted it to be. I've got another <laughs> idea for a potato-based snack. <laughs> really? So, I'll give it to you when I get back. Very well. You drive a uh, a clever bargain. So you are off. Um, that that was all prior to your conversation with Hemming. So back in the present, Hemming rows you across the river, warns you again to stay true to yourself, and uh, directs you past the small little outcropping of... Uh, houses and a couple small businesses on the north side of the river, and then he starts rowing his way back across. And uh, just beyond the uh, edge of the town is the forest, the great Arohavian forest, and just beyond that, rising on the horizon, probably five or six miles away because of the curvature of the hillier terrain, there is a steep mountain side. The mountain itself is not enormous. The Dagharal Mountains that you pass through with Yantor are larger, but what these mountains lack in true height, they make up for in unfriendliness, in the foreboding sense you get as you look up at them. A fell aura emanates from these crags, and in fact, as you pass out from town into the woods on your way there, I need a wisdom saving throw from each of you. Oh, damn. No, thank you. Mine didn't roll over. I rolled an 18. I rolled a 13. Lucky got a 12. Moriarty creep. Nice, nice. I was looking for a 15, so Moriarty and Clacker are not mechanically frightened of the crags. Everyone else is mechanically frightened of the crags. While frightened in this way, you are poisoned as you feel kind of a supernatural unease gnawing in your stomach. Hmm. But I'm not, like, traditionally frightened of them? Like, I can move closer to them still? You are traditionally frightened of them and cannot move closer to them. Okay. You can repeat this saving throw every ten minutes. So, uh, and those of you that are not frightened can help them kind of overcome it. But basically, you've got to psych yourself up. This is narratively very frustrating for Mitska, who's intent on getting to the well finding the eye and getting back to Cliffs Bay. I will start to sing a song kind of nervously, but trying to encourage everyone on my bagpipes, my quiet nice. bagpipes. I try to play something that's like kind of like marching, just try to build some confidence up. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone go ahead and repeat that with advantage. Um, Mitska's going to burn a spell slot to bless you all, so you get a d4 on top of that. No, everybody repeats. Uh, just those that failed. So okay. not Clacker and not Moriarty. 
I don't think I'm gonna pass. I don't think you are. So Jack continues to be afraid of these crags after about 40 minutes. Mitsuka is able to help him kind of psych himself up, and eventually you are able to continue toward the crags, but you did lose precious daylight. So by the time you reach the foothills, it's about one in the afternoon. No, that's a little harsh. It's about noon. Could have made it there by mid-morning if not for the the fright. Hmm. Hmm. There's some pretty scary mountains. Very unsettled. Extremely unsettled. I don't like the idea of walking right into a trap. I mean, we know it's a trap, right? To some degree. That's why it doesn't mean I have to like it. (laughs) And as you ascend the crags, you notice that there's kind of a unnatural silence over the area. Birds and squirrels caw and chitter in the woods as you approach, but as you ascend the crags, you realize that the chittering and cawing of squirrels and crows and other small forest game has gone silent. Like, all natural life is trying to steer clear of this area. You also notice as you're, as you're climbing, you see oceanic seashells in the rocks. Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. We, uh, we have to find the posted side? Remember, they said, you must assemble all the proper keys. The captain's wheel upon my post. No, never mind. That means that's where we get the key from. Right, right. That's the device. Yeah, there's this weird thing with the, the wheels. The device is made out of a spinning wheel, a captain's wheel, and a potter's wheel. So let's assemble them, yeah? Yard. Get this over with. How do these go together, Moriarty? You're the artificer. I hand him the uh, scold wheel. Sure. Um, Moriarty, can you make an intelligence check with advantage? The higher it is, the faster you are at figuring out how they fit together. 17. Nope, 21. Nice. So the. Wait, uh, are we still in blessed time? No, probably not. Yeah, uh, he, he would do guidance for you, or she would. Miska would do guidance for you. You can add a d4. Dope. 24. Very nice. So the uh, captain's wheel is the largest of the three. The uh, spinning wheel upon the spinning wheel fits onto uh, the uh, captain's wheel, but it doesn't fit directly in the center of it. What? This is, I wish my camera was working. I could gesticulate a little bit to help explain this, but the spinning wheel from the spinning wheel screws onto uh, one of the uh, spokes of the captain's wheel so that it's off-centered. So it's within the uh, diameter of the captain's wheel, but it's not directly centered on the captain's wheel itself. Sure. It's offset. Yeah, it's offset. Uh, like an eyeball looking to the side. Nice. And uh, similarly... The uh, Potter's like the Dreamers Tower. What? <laughs> Homebrew. Similarly, the Potter's Prize disc, the like clay disc from that, mm-hmm. is a little bit smaller and uh, fits perfectly into the uh, spinning wheel. But again, it's off center rather than being a like dead center match. I'll just remind you: the disc from the uh, Potter's Prize has a hole drilled in it again off-center. So it's if you count the hole, it's essentially creating four off-center concentric circles. Does it match the, the layout of the stone that we're seeing in front of us? Yeah, in front of you, as you come to kind of a clearing between three sharp crags, so uh, stone cliffs soar up on all sides, but kind of form kind of a triangle around this circular area. I'm going to move Jack a little bit so you can see, kind of, you climb up onto this large open uh, circle. You do notice that there are circular patterns in uh, the uh, clearing that do seem to correspond with the wheels that you just set up. Oh, wow, that's really strange. Try, like, uh, spinning. Try yeah, spinning the wheel. Yeah, I was just that. Let me take a step back. Yeah, what don't, don't stand we... on top of it. Sorry, you I just wanted me wheel. to hold it and spin the wheel. No, spin the the very the 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 inner. fourth wheel, the inner wheel. Spin it like wheel? a key. No, the fourth right. wheel. The, the wheel inside the third wheel. The fourth wheel. So the the fourth wheel is literally just a hole. It's not spinnable on itself. That's no way to talk about the fourth wheel. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, who's who's to say it's a wheel or not? I mean, looks like a wheel to me. We'll just try spinning everything. See if anything moves. All right, Moriarty's gonna grab onto the. Okay, now bop smalls. it. Smalls. <laughs> Moriarty slaps it. it. What? Spin it. Now spin it. Pass it. I was going da, to, da, da, but da, you da, just da. keep telling me to do different things. All right, so Moriarty's gonna grab the smaller, the third wheel, and he's gonna turn it to the right. So the third wheel is in the innermost one, the the clay one. Yes. Okay. And as you turn it to the right, you see before you the entire inner circle of this clearing twisting. It's a terrible noise, stone grinding against stone. I play my bagpipes louder. <laughs> Try to drown it out. I'm not joking. I literally like who wants to hear this? I'll play you some nice music. Oh, I saw I saw something. <laughs> Alright. Well it's doing something. Right. Maybe if we align the fourth circle, not a wheel, maybe if we align that with the bottom. Maybe. Oh, that's true, yeah. Hmm. Moriarty's gonna turn the fourth wheel back to where it was. Okay. And then he's gonna grab the second wheel. He's gonna turn it left slowly, just. Hmm. Alright. So the middle wheel, the one you got from the spinning wheel, in. Yes. As you turn it left, the uh, middle wheel in this clearing moves, and uh, inside it, the smaller wheel moves with it. Okay. Wow. Hmm. So just to paint a mental picture again, because I know this is a little bit confusing, you have a uh, captain's ship wheel, and then inside it, in um, off-center patterns, there are two smaller wheels, and as you twist them, using the different uh, captain's um, uh, handholds to move them, you see uh, before you this enormous circular stone clearing, and uh, within uh, the stone clearing, it's like cobblestones covered in brown decaying moss and, again, seashells, things of that nature. Honestly, a little bit strange to find high up in the mountains. As you steer the object in your hand, you see these enormous stone circles grinding over one another as they uh, slowly rotate to match whatever configuration you put the wheel to in your hand. Alright, I'm going to turn the smallest wheel to try to see if there's any kind of hole I can see through. Then onto the second wheel. Sorry, so you're leaving the second wheel where uh, where you turned it? You're not returning it to its original place? No. Okay, my bad. Because the the small wheel was also turning and turning, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, turning the smaller wheel right or left. Which way was it turning? As you were turning the larger wheel to the left, the yep. smaller wheel rotated with it to the left. So it just okay. turned faster to the left? Yeah. Like, okay. So I guess I would turn it back right? Alright, you do so. If only we could have captured one of those hags and made them tell us how this fucking worked. I got it, I got it. Well, I think I think we're getting there. It's... You just have to line up the three wheels. I'm so confused. It's just a time-consuming process. There's a reason right. you gave me the thing to puzzle to figure it out. Oh yeah, we'll get it at some point. Did you just say we'll get it? Oh yeah. Oh, you betcha. That's good. That's good stuff. I've heard of a Rubik's Cube, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Moriarty, as you turn the smaller one back to the right, it reveals a smaller, like manhole or tunnel down into the ground that you had already seen but when you maneuvered the wheel away it kind of uh covered over it so that you couldn't see it anymore so by reconfiguring the wheels you are able to see it again or cover it up all right i I want to reveal the manhole size thing okay you wheel reveal wheel reveal (laughs) are we going backwards i'm sorry i what do you mean? Like, I think maybe we start with the big guy and then line it up. But I don't know. You, you do you. I mean, I suppose you, we could just turn the big wheel, find out where right. there may be a hole. If it shows gotta, up on us. You gotta find the hole, Moriarty. I was just gonna peer down this manhole and see if there's, you know, what's underneath it. I if don't it's just know the next layer. That. Drop a torch down, light something on fire, you know, do something. I'm not looking in that hole. It's creepy around here. It's terrifying. Hmm. Can I cast light on a rock and drop it down the hole? Sure. You can do that. I don't have that spell. 
<laughs> it's possible. <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> Mitska. I I can do it, Mitska says, and she hurries over and picks up a rock. Let's just find what's at the bottom of this. We we don't have much time. Uh, who who is going to investigate with her, or are you just waiting for her to drop it down and report? I'm not going near that shit until it's a nice staircase. Fine, I I'll go. I'll go. Here's my dumb, smart idea. Don't know which it is yet. It's a manhole, and I'm an orca, so not for me. Exactly. I'm a I'm a cat. <laughs> I will push both of you down it later if I have to. <laughs> so Mitska drops the glowing stone down, and Mitska and Moriarty, you see uh, that it's just kind of a... It, it's a steep descent, but there are clear stair steps that are not, like... They're, they're rough-hewn. They look more stone than... Uh, the, sorry, they look more natural stone than, uh, like, man-made or dwarven, like, precision-carved. But they're clearly stair steps. They're clearly not treacherous footing or like crumbling underfoot. There's no risk of you like falling down as long as you're as long as you proceed with caution. It seems to descend about twenty feet and then level out. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts. Well, uh... What do you think? Should we should we go down? How uh, thick are these wheels of on the ground? How thick are they? Yeah, the the giant wheel plates, like the stone wheels that are rotating when I move the other wheels. Yeah, they're they're two two and a half feet thick. Oh, okay. Well, it seems to go d- down past the wheel plates, so I think we found a way at least. What? We didn't need the fucking wheels for that, though. There's no. It's got to be Wait, a trap, man. right? Well, this is just how it was when we found it, isn't it? The wheels are configured slightly differently, but that is the same hole that was open when when you arrived. Yeah, this is... Why do we need the wheels if it's already... Unless we have to go in it and then spin the wheels, which, fuck that! <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to slowly turn the top one and see if it reveals another hole? Yeah, I think we just need to... I'm not trying to be weird, turn but like... Turn the big one and see if we find different holes in it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's it, there's only three, so there's only like nine possible configurations. Just turn the big one, and then the medium one, and then the small one, all right, and then turn. Well, the... I mean, it it really probably is more than nine, since there's you know it's not like there's just there's way more than nine configurations. It just depends on how much you're turning, really. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I'm just saying turn it as far as it goes each time, and then there's only right, left, right, left, right, left, nine ways, right? Alright, Mitsuka, let's let's get off the the stones. Wait, and we'll start uh, why, by look- why was my math refuted? I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me how there's more than nine. Okay, think about the number of degrees in a circle. Uh-huh, infinite. Yeah, and then uh, multiply that by three. That's more than nine. <laughs> but but we could we just go right as far as we can, and then left as far as we can, right? When Moriarty was spinning around the smallest of the three stones, which is, again, it is not small. It's probably 40 feet across, maybe a little bit larger than that. It's a big boy. It did not stop when it got all the way. Like, he could have spun it in circles, and it would have just kept rolling. Well, that's even easier, then. We just spin the big one around, and then stop when we see something, right? Makes sense. All right, well... That uh, room you were just looking in there, how big was it? Oh, it's hard to say. Was it, would you say as big as this whole fucking area? It was uh, some rough stone stairs that go down about 20 feet to a platform of some sort. I don't know what's down past that. Yeah, it, it looked to me like some kind of uh, tunnel. Would you say the room was about 180 feet across? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know until we actually go down into the thing. Hmm. I'm no human measuring tape. Feel like I could eyeball if it was as big as the area that I'm standing on. If only one of us had some dumb bird that was totally expendable. <laughs> I, I, I do know somebody with a hyena. I yeah. know someone with a pot boy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Laffy's a part of this family. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I do know somebody with a hyena. What's wrong with that? 
Well, what do you all think that we should do? Mitsuka's tapping her foot. I guess we turn the big wheel. Okay, we turn the largest wheel all the way around 360. So mark it. Someone take a piece of chalk and mark where we're at. Turn it around 360. If we don't see anything, then we turn the middle one the other way and we do both of them a full 360. If we don't see anything then, then we just have to experiment with the littlest wheel. Makes sense. I am open for more experimentation before we take the plunge. Yeah, if they go all the way around, then it's it's just a matter of fiddling. Being works for me, I said we could just move the big wheel. All right. All right, yeah, well, I don't feel like standing on the giant moving plates. Spin that wheel. <laughs> I, I'm going to mark. I'm going to mark its starting location, Nathan, with like a... Let's see what I, if I have any fucking chalk in my inventory. You recognize that any chalk marks you make on the stone will just move with the stone when it rotates. Right. But I, I'll know where X the starting location. Yeah. I'll notice where the starting location is. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So like mark mark on the stone that's going to move and then mark on the wall that's not going to move so that you have a sense of when it gets back to that. Yep. Yeah, that way we can Got go it. all the way around. Sure. Kind of like a padlock or a combination lock. Yep, so do the top one all the way around. If nothing, if we don't see anything, then we do the big one all the way around while doing the middle one all the way around. If we don't see anything, then we switch the direction of the middle one and go all the way around. That's three possible combinations and then we times it by three with the very tiny one. We go right, right, left, and then right, left, right, and then right, left, left. As long as they can move at the same time, we will see something as long as we go slowly enough. Just go real slow. Now we have a big problem if they can't move at the same time. Then we get into infinite possibilities. As Moriarty rotates the outermost wheel, it eventually reveals another hole that's kind of up in the northeastern area of uh, this clearing, this circular stone opening that Jack measured out at 180 feet. Something like that. (laughs) He eyeballed it. One eyeballed it. He <laughs> <laughs> eye of the Norned it. My depth perception's off, but my uh, measuring has been really enhanced. <laughs> did you want to uh, keep turning it all the way around, or did you want to stop it at uh, when this new hole is revealed? Well, I can take a look. I'll try anything once. Let's go check out the new hole. Well, I'll go try the hole. I would like to see if the rock with the light spell is still in there. Ooh, smarty pants. So you rotate it back? No, 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 no. no. Look at the hole that we exposed. Is the rock in there? Oh, oh, I see. Make sure it's not actually the same spot. It is not actually the same spot. You don't see a glowing rock in it. Otherwise, it does look similar. Like, it's a a kind of rough stone staircase that descends. This one appears to descend further than just 20 feet, though. But there's no... Oh, God, this is so complicated now. This is... Yep, yep. Fucking hags. Yeah, I, I should uh, comment because I told you guys this off air, but for posterity, I pulled a second desk over for the Well of Fate sessions just because of how much I'm keeping track of. I'm having to do some old pen and paper notes in addition to all of the yep. like multiple monitor tracking. I look like a conspiracy theorist with like yarn and <laughs> cork. <laughs> you know, eventually we're gonna have to start uh, checking out the holes. I'm going to. Is it okay if I draw on the map, Nathan, just to, like, represent us taking notes on, like, a piece of paper? Like this? Um, like, pretend this is yeah. a piece of paper. Right, right. You have you have some parchment that you're charting this out on. That's mm-hmm. fine. Well, do we it- want to try and find all the holes that we can and then start going into the holes? Or do we want to go in the holes? Eventually, someone's going to have to go in a hole. You say hole again. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's true. We're all going to have to go in a hole one day. Mitsuka's nodding vigorously. Eventually, eventually, eventually we're going to have to go back to Cliff's Bay. Mitsuka, are you okay? You, what do you, you seem think, uptight. Lucky. Do lucky. you need like a shoulder rub? Lucky, lucky. And Are, are your Mitsuka shoulders will... exposed? Are they um, in your shell? <laughs> <laughs> Mitsuka's... Can I see your shoulders? <laughs> She's a low-cut shell. So you can see where her shoulders would be. <laughs> she She's wearing... <laughs> She's wearing Wayfinder robes, so her shoulders are not, like, bared. Oh, man. No, I meant the shell, not the clothes. I'm not being a creep. <laughs> Where's your shell in conjunction to your shoulders? Her shoulders are sticking out from her shell. Do your arms pop out the side? Okay. 
I don't know how I'm going to rub these from the back. So it's going to be an awkward front rub where we're looking Listen, at each other directly lucky, in the Kitty, face. I yeah. appreciate it, but we really need to hurry. Cliff's Bay is in peril. Okay, then go get in the hole and tell us what's in the fucking hole, Mitsuka. Jesus. I'm not going in there by myself. Well, I'm not going in with you, so we're at a fucking impasse. <laughs> oh, Currents, oh, you're all... She, like, stomps off. She's like, fine, I'll go in the hole. No, well, just wait. Jack, are we mapping holes, or are we going to investigate holes? <laughs> I am. It makes sense to me. Okay, let's map the holes. Moriarty, keep spinning the big wheel until we see another hole. Wheel on the ground keeps on turning. Oh, we're not checking to see if the small the, the, the small one will reveal more wheel holes in this area. No, we we have to... We do just the, the big one, okay. We do the big one all the way around, and then we do the big and middle, and then we do the three small ways. Sure. Moriarty will just turn the big wheel until it reveals another, the next, another hole by chance. All right. Did you guys notice Miska got kind of sassy there? That was... She's been snappy. Yeah, snapping turtle. I've been trying to play her as um, impatient because that's how Jonathan was playing her. You just have more of a dad voice, Nathan. <laughs> After you spin the wheel uh, almost three quarters of the way around the outer wheel's rotation, you find a third hole. Okay. And then spinning only the outer wheel, you eventually come back to the first hole that you found. Okay, so here's the trick, Moriarty. Now we're going to try to spin the middle wheel every quarter. So we're going to turn, we're going to go like, a, we're going to basically do 90, 180, 270, 360. Are you following? No, I get it. But what you're assuming that there's no spots in between is like at the 45s. There's not a whole nother set of holes. Well, the, the only other option here is if we are able to slowly move this wheel at the exact same time we move this wheel, then we can do a right-right, and then we can do a right-left. Do they move at the same time? Can you try, see if they move at the same time? The wheels will not move at the same time. We're just going to have to cover the ground the best we can then, which is we can cover most of it by doing a 90-90-90, and then every 90 degrees, turn this one all the way around slowly. I see what you're saying. Quarter turn. No, I, on I, the... I get what you're pointing out. It was just... It's not perfect. It's just... No. I mean, since they don't move at the same time, I do think we do have infinite possibilities, as God previously suggested. I I think that your method will uncover everything we need to see. It ought to at least get a good portion, probably. At least a few. Well, I mean, then we do the exact same thing with the little wheel. Well, sorry. That's a long line you just drew across, you know, like 50 feet. Right, so using your method, Lucky, I went ahead and just did that with where the outer wheel is now, which revealed a part of a hole. With the wheel's current uh, orientations within one another, you're not able to uncover the whole hole, the entire <laughs> hole. <laughs> Walked into that. Um, but you see, like, a, a crescent dropping down. So all three and a half of the holes you have found so far have the same kind of descending stone staircases at varying depths. Peeking down this hole, and well, I guess we would have the last hole. Is there a big difference in the depths? The first was 20 feet. The second was probably 100 feet, maybe a little bit more. Oh, yeah. The third and uh, thir three and a half, four and a half hole are somewhere more like 40 or 60 feet. So do we think we should be on the deepest part? Or I, I actually don't know. Hell if I know. Oh, hell if I know. Hole that if I know. It could just be, you know, a, a, a trick in itself that, you know, hey, we, we should go the deepest part we can. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Well, do you want to map out the other kind of rotations real quick? Or do you want to start exploring yeah. one of the ones? Okay. Hey, uh, I kind of feel like your, your analogy that this is kind of like an eye earlier is kind of lining up with what she said something about in the eye of the beholder at the end of the couple episodes ago. I don't know. Is this supposed to be an eye that we're looking at? The eye of the Norns? Is this the eye? Maybe. Are you expecting you to tell us? I mean, I, it is weird I, that there's shells here, right? Am I crazy? Right. This has been in the sea. I mean, it would be great if you would tell us. He hasn't told me much. Shell, yeah. It's super weird that they're here. I was just pontificating. So I, I, the, 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 
The song that I have is that the well of fate holds puzzles devious. Solving them requires bravery. I think the bravery is getting here, right? Like, we got scared, and that seemed a little magical. Mm-hmm. Um, you must assemble all the proper keys. The captain's wheel upon my post is signed. Spinning wheel about this between the wheel, but the fine. Don't remember the potter's prize for wheel. Okay, assemble these stolen items three. In concert, they will open up the way and let you delve into the caves beneath. The surface stone above the well of fate. When at wit's end, take items three in turn to see what secrets next perhaps you'll learn. Ooh. Here's what I'll do. While you are all poeming and uh, trying to riddle this out, I'm going to say it takes a couple hours, but you can uncover every hole using this method, so I'm just going to put little uh, X's myself where the rest of them are. Is there any... Just because this is probably going to get a little old for listeners after the 80th rotation. A little hold. Listeners can suck my dick because this is fun for me, so... <laughs> I'm glad it's fun for you. I'm having a blast. I love puzzles. I had so much fun making this puzzle. But yeah, to speed it up, here we go. Jesus, there's a lot. He's like, I had so much fun making this puzzle and y'all can't solve it. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even started to solve it. I think we get the... Uh, we have solved so much. Look at all these holes we yeah, found. Yeah, look. We oh, found wow. all the I think holes. you could maybe use a different color other than that pink. It is a little bit blendy in but it's yeah. too late, I feel. He's marked them already. Oh, no, there's probably more. I'm just asking. I would greatly appreciate it. So I've marked them all off at this point. The southernmost green mark that you have made is the same as the pink one that I made just above it. Okay, that was me guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. So after after marking them all out on a map, Lucky, I assume you had the parchment, so go ahead and give me just an, an intelligence check. Okay, Lucky is pretty smart. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> I got an eight. So about how deep are these things? Uh, guidance from Mitska. You can just assume that while she's still here. Yeah, I got an eight. Oh, look, I did the puzzle, okay? I know how to find holes. What they mean, I don't know. We knew that already. Specifically, there is a, a pattern that you see. They're like three curves that start toward the middle and then slowly rotate out like spokes on a wheel. Moriarty, in answer to your question about how deep they are, the one that was 120 feet deep is the deepest one. Most of them are between 30 and 90 feet deep, but the shallower ones are only about 15 or 20 feet deep. All right, so... I think the next thing we have to decide is what happens when we spin while someone's in a hole. So, Mitsuka, you're up. I don't feel comfortable with that. I think that we should all go into a hole together. I don't really want to be buried alive. But if you do, then I, I support you. When we go all the way back around, do we see the glowing rock in the one? Is that still there? In the one, yes, it is. All right, well, that's proof enough for me. I'll go in if you fucking want. We've been cranking this thing all afternoon. <laughs> I'm not following how that's proof. It's fine. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, okay. I'm really nervous about this. Do we go with the deepest one? Jesus, you're jumping right in. You're going with the deepest one? Don't we want to see what happens first? Like, maybe start with an easy one? Maybe, I don't know if the depth has anything to do with it. Hmm. I don't know either. It's just a hunch that we're trying to get to the bottom. Let's check out the starter hole. Let's t- <laughs> <laughs> let's let's check out the starter hole. All right, well, I guess. All right. So you descend the twenty foot staircase, the one that and and Mitsuka is muttering, "This is the this is the hole that was opened when we first got here. Spent three hours <laughs> turning these wheels about, and then we're going in the first hole that was here when we got here." Yeah, I feel a little the same way, but it's for science. We're gathering data. Very well, Jack. Okay. So as you get to the bottom of the staircase, a passage kind of bends around a little bit such that you couldn't see it from the surface, but it doesn't go very far. It's just like kind of six or eight feet away from the staircase, just at a sharp angle. And then you come to a circular room, probably about 20 feet across. Mitsuka is using her... her um. I'm sorry, cut that her star blade to uh, light the way <laughs> and uh, the circular room has a mosaic tile floor the mosaic depicts an enormous spiral seashell along the walls 
there are Arohavian runes. I know Clacker reads and speaks Arohavian. Who else does? Oof. Ah, uh, not me. Lucky speaks like, yeah, I speak common. I speak trade speak and primordial in West Anakin. Mor- Moriarty speaks Arohavian. Okay, so Moriarty and uh, Clacker can uh, translate the runes which say, May yesterday and today lead to tomorrow. What was and what is reveal what is to come. What? One more time. Yesterday and today. May yesterday and today lead to tomorrow. What was and what is reveal what is to come. What is today but yesterday's tomorrow? Today. (laughs) Mitska has kind of a glazed stare trying to make sense of that. Well, could that make... She's having another stroke. No, I... What? I still don't believe that that actually happened, but I'm (laughs) just contemplating what... what you said. What is yesterday if not today's... What is tomorrow if not today's... What? Today is yesterday's tomorrow. Today is yesterday's... Hmm. Well, you know what else is tomorrow? Us getting to Cliff's Bay. It might be if we fucking hurry up. (laughs) It's three in the afternoon. Is this a... Perfect time for lunch. (laughs) This is a weird meta question. Are there clocks in this universe, Nathan? Yeah, yeah, there are clocks. Sundial. There are sundials, but there are actual, like, mechanical clocks. I'm just curious. We have three spinning wheels and a time reference. Is this... Could these different wheels represent? I don't know. Never mind. This seems dumb now that I said it out loud. Hours, minutes, and seconds. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think I'm reaching a little bit. And that's all that's in this room? Just that inscription? Yeah. That's all that's in this room. Mitska ritual casts detect magic and finds no like magical hidden passages or anything like that. Just the runes and the the mosaic across the whole floor of the spiral shell. You know, it's like one of those shells that you can hold up to your ear to hear the ocean. A conch shell? Hmm, no, not not one of those, so let me be more specific. It it looks like a like a snail shell. You know, it's got like this the endless spiral. But it's oh. obviously like a seashell or like a sea snail shell. An ammonite from Pokemon. An ammonite shell. Hmm. hmm. A nautilus. It's like a spiral. I guess we just have to See what's in the other ones, because we don't really have enough information yet, right? So we went in this hole, and we went down a path straight forward, like this way? Uh, yes, it's only like six or eight feet, so it's just a couple squares that direction. And it bends sharply to the north, and then you have the small room. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, I'm sorry, one small detail of note. There is one other thing in the room, in the middle of the uh, uh, spiral shell. So right where the spiral kind of spirals into infinity pinnacles pinnacles yeah there's a piece of brown petrified wood that's probably about a foot in diameter about an inch thick so it's like a disc a glazed wooden disc it's almost like i never noticed this here before what the fuck (laughs) is this hmm yeah what is that a glazed wooden disc like is it connected to something or can we like pick it up you can pick it up this is weird i don't like the way you said that but Yes, God, I didn't like the way you said that. Well, Lucky's... If it moves, Lucky's gonna pick it up. He's a fucking cat. He's not... He's not Zachariah. You mean he's gonna knock it over? He just starts <laughs> rolling it around on the ground, <laughs> scratching at it? <laughs> yeah, no, Lucky picks it up. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, Lucky, you're holding a piece of wood roughly a foot in diameter. All right. Is it a plate? I don't know. Is it important? It could serve as a plate. Is it circular? It's petrified wood. It's got a nice glaze. I imagine they'd have these in Cliff's Bay if it wasn't on fire right now. Yeah, back on my old ship, we used to play this game called Frisbee. It's kind of used something like these. I guess I'll take it, just because I know we're trying to, like, solve a puzzle. Sure. What is yesterday and today combined into? Does a Frisbee look like it might fit on the wheels? The wheel device. Oh! That's smart. You turn the wheels while you're still in the... I didn't say I turned the wheels. Okay. I just asked if it looked like it fit on them. I see. Okay. Uh, it does look like it fits. Oh, here you go. Oh, Moriarty, you're so smart. Yeah, that was very good. 
You're such a smarty, Moriarty. <laughs> smarty Arty. <laughs> so, Moriarty, yeah, this, this piece of wood does fit on the opposite side of the wheel. So the, the captain's wheel is now kind of in the middle, and on one side of the captain's wheel is the spinning wheel wheel and the potter's prize clay wheel. And then on the back side of it, this um, piece of petrified wood almost... You, you see that there's no ma- no metal involved, but it basically magnetizes itself to the back of the captain's wheel. Magnetic wood. Interesting. You should learn how to make that. That can be handy. There's um, transmutation and divination magic on that, Mitsuka says, but I don't see any magical passages or hidden walls like, like I heard that you talked about back in that other adventure you went on. Yari, the secret passage. Oh, tell me about that. Oh, the secret tunnel. That it will. Sounds very interesting. Our, one of our friends hid a magical tunnel that we were all excited to see from us. <laughs> Sounds like a douchebag. Okay. Arr, I don't know what was back there. I can only imagine. So, let's dreams. check out another hole. Oops. Let's let's get more information. Let's let's go to this uh the the southerlymost hole. Makes sense. All right, does that suit everyone else's approach? You're you're doing this after you come back out, right? That's yes. my idea. While we're in it. <laughs> well, I I do think that's an option that we can get to. I don't know if we're there yet because we might die. Okay. I am concerned about death. Yard editor Jack Rackman here. I'm gonna have to cut you off for the week. I think you've had enough. This has been the Kaleidosphere, to whom the sea belongs. Thank you for joining us on this epic voyage. We would love to hear from you, so please go to Linktree slash the Kaleidosphere to join us on social media. Highly recommend the Discord. We're all quite active. Go get a look at our Patreon to listen to our OnlyFins and check out our many other offerings. This campaign is dedicated to Brandon, who we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. That's Kale, like the vegetable. Ido, I-D-O, Sphere. Join us next week as we get to the bottom of all this well nonsense. 